Because a man can't live on Fallout alone. This is Keep of the Geek. Well, there are times it seems like you try. Yeah, well, I'm trying. <laughs> in fact, we're recording this instead of me playing Fallout, just so we could get it out. And, and, before and, and, you go wandering the wasteland. Before I go wandering the wasteland, yeah. <laughs> and doing laundry. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm still stuck in Fallout 76. Still still enjoying it. I'm actually getting further than I have. I've now gone through the whole Brotherhood of Steel. Well, not the whole Brotherhood of Steel, but I've at least progressed that storyline mm-hmm. that I couldn't seem to do in the first one. And uh, I'll tell you right now, that whole part where you have to go to the DMV to get your license <laughs> is, is a fucking... Uh, they, they they were trying to recreate what it is like on the DMV, and they weren't close. I mean, there are times you go in there and you do expect, expect to get hit by radiated ghouls because you took their number. Yeah, that remember that at one point the the ghouls started attacking it again. What are they mad because you got a better number than them? Oh no, it was one of them is called. I, I noticed when they said you know because normally they give you the name you know uh-huh. this is you know you know fortified radiated ghoul or you know right. you know whatever and one of them was called their number uh it was they were 21 years late but they were coming for whatever they were doing but they were <laughs> going to attack you first and then the, the thing that is that is even even crazier is the fact that what happens is you go through one robot and uh-huh. you go through all this stuff and then they go wait no you're in the wrong line you have to go to the other rope Oh, that's not surprising. Well, I'd like to know who the fuck ran, like, the school bell, too, because I'm running around outside because you have to go get a piece of mail mm-hmm. to, to, to have, like, a proof of, re- of residency. residency. Uh-huh. And I was having problems finding the mailbox anyway. I actually had to go to it because it's, like, hidden. It's not even, not even standing upright. It's, like, on its side next to, you know, some other trash. And then trying to get back to the thing, and all of a sudden... I'd already cleared out like a shitload of scorched, uh-huh. and then someone, someone like the school bell rang and let out the next class of scorch. Like my ass got overrun to oh. the point my only choice was to run into the DMV because luckily the way it's set up, the the AI isn't gonna they're not gonna follow Will you, you inside. The, uh, so, well, yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> but I'm past that point now, and I've got a whole m- bunch of other fun. Unfortunately, I'm getting to the point where if I'm going to compress anymore, I'm going to have to join some of these blast zone raids to at least... Yeah, you were saying that though there was starting to get to building stuff that you need things from the irradiated zones. Yeah, and... well, basically, that's that's one of, the, one of the, I think, the cool things about Fallout 76 is the fact that basically you nuke dungeons to change the loot mm-hmm. of the dungeon. And, you know... Have you got that left arm yet? No, I still haven't found the left arm of the uh, of, <laughs> of, of the T-60 armor. How long have you been looking for that arm? I don't know, because I found some T-60 armor early on. Uh-huh. You know, before I could even wear any kind of armor. But, yeah... <laughs> Well, I've got I've got the complete exact you know the one you can build which is like your earliest armor you can wear, which is the um oh, I can't what what is it it's excavator armor basically mm-hmm. it's a mining suit is what it is yeah well I just I just know that you keep reminding me to remind you left arm left arm yeah so I will continue to remind you left and then arm. I've got like three pieces of a T forty five 
suit. I had a, I had a full set of because you there's one storyline when you get done they actually give you a full set of raider armor. Uh huh. But it's not nearly. I mean, yeah. I'd rather have the if it comes between. I think raider armor is also early power armor you can wear, but um, if you're gonna have one or the other, the excavator armor one thing has a heavier. I do remember. Because I think I had another, I think in my old game, I had a set of the T60 mm-hmm. in there, but it did not have the same carrying capacity of the excavator, and you have to like, you had to like buy a mod to be able to carry more. Okay then. Um, which kind of sucks, because having that power armor, in some cases, the only way you can carry like some of these guns that you need for... Sorry, I'm gonna keep looking at it and playing with it. I'm, I'm, I've been painting minis. I have to put them aside because I keep picking them up and going, okay, this. Co- no, we're recording the podcast. Okay. No minis. No, I know you. So you got tired of me talking about Fallout? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, we are. We she, uh, uh, minis because we have a game. One of our games coming up. And we're switching. Uh, uh, switching back to. Um, Tomb of Annihilation. Yeah, Tomb of Annihilation because our friend Richard has actually gotten to the point of being able to ask off time because he had gotten a new job. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know how it is with the low man of the totem pole. You always kind of have to settle in before you can start trying to, you know, because you're going to get the crap shifts. Yeah. Well, he's already, I mean, he's an overnight dude anyway. Right. Which I'm sure, you know. That didn't hurt things. Right. Yeah, so he's finally going to be able to... He's He made it to our last session, so our next session he's going to DM and we're going to go back to the tomb. So yeah, that's what we now fit. that I have acrylics to actually start painting minis and I've got a nice light, I just need a magnifying glass now. And yeah, I'm becoming one of those. Yes, quickly. but the, you really are going to become one of those. You'll start buying actual paints. Now the... Not the not my acrylic pens. Yeah, oh yeah. As well as like the pens are doing very well for what you're working with, but I wonder how they would work for actual metallic uh, minis. Oh, metallic minis? I don't know. It's acrylic, so I'm yeah. not sure. But I I don't really want the metallic ones. So right. I kind of I kind of like the the, the material I've been buying. I may have another mini on the way right now. Oh, the same right. material for. My bard. Oh. I won't have to borrow Roderick anymore. Because I have... You actually have a bunny, an actual bunny bard coming? I got a coupon. I had a coupon. <laughs> and I already had her built in Hero Forge, so... She's on the way now. So when we go back to that... Because I, I, I may either use this character or build similar ones later on. Because right. I kind of like this race. So... And me, I'm always building in um, yeah. more better, more purple, more better. I'm always playing on the thing. I've actually thought about doing some kind of dragonborn sorcerer. Thought about doing another monk character. Mm-hmm. You know, just playing around, seeing what you can do with it. It's it, it's one of those days you get bored. Let, let's build characters. Yeah. Well, and I've got a couple myself I've built that way. There's just... part of me that actually wants to build another gunslinger in a, uh, for another campaign. Mm. Uh, um, yeah, this part of me wants to pull my barbarian out. Mm, excuse me, but 
her backstory is so intricately tied to critical role lore. That, right. Uh, I, I mean, I could... Yeah. I don't think I, I ever did any of that. I think the only thing I had... I mean, it was Sidon. I could pretty much fit into anywhere as just he just happened to have been born in Taldori and worked with the you know the whole the that particular uh, monkdom and the Earthbreaker grew and it, oh yeah I mean, that's why and, I could bring hope over you, you know even though I had originally built her you know I think she was also born in yeah she was in Taldori because she was uh, born not too far off from Vasselheim but you know she could easily transfer over Unfortunately, Rose, being a member of the Herd of Storms... Right. And her backstory is very tied to the Herd of Storms. Oh, you could probably always just basically do that and call it a different herd. Maybe, yeah. In, in another in other campaign. But, yeah. I like having her in my pocket. Especially when we were watching the, the, the latest episodes of, of the animated Vox Machina on Prime and... And I'm going, yeah, my character would have actually been there. Right. <laughs> I think she was uh, probably still smaller, one of the children, but... Um, right. Yeah, she was tied to the herd at the time. Yeah, so we're caught up with that to whatever the latest... The the latest episodes haven't dropped yet. What, well, we were on episode nine? Yep. We've, so we've, we're just we're waiting for the, the next... nine, yep. Yeah, so we're waiting for the next drop of that, which looks like... Unless they speed up the storyline a lot, yeah. or have a lot more episodes coming out, there's going to be a season three using the Coma Conclave. It almost have to at this point. I yeah, because they're just—they haven't even killed the first of of the of, of the four, and they are coming up on that storyline. But they have to do a whole thing with. With Grog and his, the whole storyline with Grog and his uncle. Mm-hmm. Which is, we're which right is, at. It, which we're at. And yeah, caught I, up on I, that. I will say this. I've been enjoying again this thing. Oh, yeah. We might but, as well. Yeah, and, but the only thing I have not liked about this series, and I can understand, and I'll put it, I want to put it this way. I can understand they have to change the storylines. And speed some stuff and up. Well, speed some stuff up and change some because you don't get, you know, well, A, they have to bring Pike in because there was a lot of this stuff. Where Pike wasn't actually Yeah, well, there. Ashley wasn't there because she was doing Blindsided. And she didn't really get free of that until, well, until the Mighty Nine stuff. Right. Is where the blind side got canceled and she came back and was, was pretty That's much That's right, because there. Yasha had to go off for a while because Ashley had, was off filming. Right. So, yeah. And she could, because it seemed like they shot a lot at night, she couldn't do what she, she was able to do somewhat with Vox Machina was being able to call in and, yeah, and, and video FaceTime, ch- and basically. FaceTime, basically, to be able to play. That's why they did the whole... Her whole storyline with About the lack being... of faith in the first season, and I can understand they have these hurdles to get over. But they brought in part of their storyline that had already happened, basically between the the storyline they started in season one, which was like part of their home 
campaign mm-hmm. and then the Briarwood campaign, there was actually a section in there where they had to go through this whole backstory, a whole story of with with a Craghammer and then going to Vasselheim because of what happened in, yeah. in the Craghammer story and them having to basically, because they broke the law, had to join a group called the Slayer's Take. Which, if I remember correctly, in the original campaign, was 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 actually a rather respected group. Yeah, and you know, and I get okay. You 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 need to bring up the take because you're probably going to need them later. And having to speed things up, I get not having to do those trials of them having to join. Well, the, and, yeah, but, but the thing is, is and, but they had to bring in because. Because in the Coma Conclave storyline, it is the patron, who is a, a female sphinx, of the Slayer's Take. She is the one that sets them on the path of finding the, vest- the vestiges mm-hmm. of, clan- the, or, of, uh, of divergence. divergence. So you had to bring this group in. The thing is is they took what was basically a kind of respected hunting club where pe- people basically paid good pay money money for them to go and find a monster and h- kill it and harvest it for its parts. And we're talking dragons, or... hydras, rashashas, things like that. And so these these were people, these were like wizards and sorcerers who need these parts were coming to this group and paying fairly large amounts of money and for get, them to and, do this. And I get the impression, of, you know, places that were being harried by, like, some kind of monster or something could come hire them, come take care of this. And a lot of times they would still be able to take it and, you know, sell it back to, like... But, yeah, they were they were, they were respected mercenaries, right. basically. And the way they, they enter... And it also introduces two characters... They actually yeah. do help them in the fight against Raishan at the end. So, and that is Zarbra. Zara. Zara, who is a tiefling warlock. Mm-hmm. And Cash, mm-hmm. who is a human cleric. And they did say, because I've actually re-listened, I've been He's re-listening to... a healing to, cleric. Yeah. Of a god they really don't speak too much of. Because she's pretty much a, she, he's supposed to be her yin to her yang. Is she really a goddess? That was a, that was something I was always kind of unclear on. She was an evil goddess. She okay. She may have been one of the members of the um, what is it, betrayer gods um, that they just haven't ever talked about because the fact. Well, she wasn't locked away though, like the others. It does, seem, and I think that's why they didn't they didn't talk to her about her too much. Because it was a fact of if she showed up, she'd kill everybody. Mm-hmm. Almost, almost an elder god situation. Kind you don't of, want to yeah. wake the elder gods because then they realize you're there, and then you're you know, it's time to devour the humanity. Yeah. Um, but in the show, and when we're saying all this to basically, in the show, they turn them into this almost. Biker gang yeah. club to where they, you know, they were money greedy and just 
they did them dirty. Yeah, they kill, did kill you is even, you know. As well as look at you. Yeah, it's like, no, that's not the Slayer's take. No, no. And they even at one point betray the might or are trying to betray the 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 Vox Machina, Vox Machina because they want to take the 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 vestige for themselves. Yeah. It's and like, it's that's that's not right. No, they were you know these are people who were are fast friends that even show up at the end of the series to help them take in the out final in the final yes. battle against uh, Vecna. Yeah, they they did them dirty in this. And, and you know, it's like I said earlier. You know, I played in another campaign where my group ended up joining the Slayers. Take. My character was the one that, that uh, dealt the killing blow to the uh, to the uh, to the basilisk that we had to take down for our trial, and you know it was a respected thing. And I'm still thinking about getting a tattoo of the this, the the mark of the Slayer's take because you know in, when you join the Slayer's take, you have to take their mark on your body. You know, it's like a right. brand or something, and. I'm still thinking I may get that tattoo. But this kind of makes me go, but that's not the group I joined. Right. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, and, I'm not, and, it, and, and, and it's it, the only really complaint I've had. Yeah. Because, Everything else has been great. Because for me, it's like, I don't see a reason for this divergence of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, you still could have def you could have left the take as a respected group. Mm-hmm. It would not have hurt this at all. Okay, maybe Zara and Cash still needed to try and uh, no, maybe they misunderstood something. But no, they could have just gone. They could have gone with them to help. That too, or you know, were sent along by the patron to go help them find you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but yeah, it other, could have been better. They could yeah, have there, done there, that. There better. could have been a lot. I think they could have held that part of the storyline. I'm a little sure better. there's some reason, and I want to watch the watch along that they've done for that. Those I episodes would like to see that and yeah. see what they have to say on the matter because we haven't heard that yet. But just us as people who know the campaign, the original campaign, and kind of respect this group, I was not. I was not particularly happy with Right. These were two characters I was looking forward to them bringing in because I do like the two characters they brought up. Plus, I like the, 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 you know, because Cash is Will... Will, um, Fidel. Fidel, who for anybody who doesn't watch D&D or like that, he was the voice of Terry McGillis in Batman Beyond. And, of course, he was Corey's older brother in, in Boys Meet Squir- World. Mr. Dances with squir- uh, Frolics with Squirrels. Squirrels, yes. Yes. Which I still want to <laughs> cosplay if I can find somebody with <laughs> a long-ass beard. Have the sucker stand, yeah. Yes, that would, yeah. Although part of me, just for shits and giggles, wants to cosplay as Corey when they go dig up the, uh, the time thing along with the shovel. <laughs> get, they get the long sleeve shirt that says shovel and wear the the, the little the, the, the headlight maybe cover, carry around the shovel oh. you know, I just think that would be kind of funny just to, to see how many people get it <laughs> and just go yeah shovel yeah 
I have to look to see if I can find that shirt because I would do it in a heartbeat if I could. Because <laughs> it'd just be a simple, just fun costume to run around in. <laughs> I'd even just do it. That could be like my Thursday more Thursday afternoon <laughs> costume. Yeah. But again, got to work on. Uh, need to start looking. Well, one thing we need to work on is we need to work on my Kirk outfit. I know that's coming up quick now. Yeah, I mean it is May, but the way things feel, it's all. It's hard to believe it's, you know, we're, we're, as we're recording this, it's February 5th. 5th, yeah. Um, <sighs> yep. Steampunk Emporium's next weekend. Which. Even though we're not going. Yeah. Well, I, okay, so we've decided not to go. I just didn't think we were going. We never oh, even uh, talked about it. Well, that, then, then we need to talk about that and that will be an off-the-air situation. I don't think we can. I've got to work. Oh, that's right. Well, I mean... <laughs> I didn't get off work. Yeah. Well, I mean... We uh, could, we'll, we'll talk more about it. We get off at noon, yeah. But, yeah, again, off air. Off that's air. an off air situation. I I had kind of figured we weren't going to go. I forgot about the work, even the work thing. I just thought we weren't going to go. But and it is. I think this is going to be a two-convention year, maybe. Yeah. Although there are some people coming to, to MomoCon... But Momocon just seems to be a a, a, a a long day shopping trip. Yeah. With meeting some stars. I don't think we we sit in any programming. Did we just, last yeah, year. Yeah, we went, we met Jeff Ramsey and... Jeremy. And Jeremy Dooley and Sergeant, Sergeant Slaughter. Slaughter. Which yeah. was, was a surprise for us. Didn't realize... Delightful even, surprise. Delightful surprise, yeah. And mm. then we shopped. Mm-hmm. Won't pay for that 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 mug drink again. mug thing again. That was a scam. Kind of, yeah. I mean, the soda was good, but not for the amount. Cause they basically they 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 jack you for the. Now, if we had if we had gotten that like when we first walked in, and like refilled it all day long or all weekend long, it would have been better. That would have been a fantastic investment if you went like Friday morning. Got the mug and just that was your drink, you know. You drank on that throughout the weekend. That would have been fantastic, but not for what we did. Uh, well, well, live and learn. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so it may just be Frolicon Dragon Con this year. Mm-hmm. And maybe <laughs> trip to Chad Chad uh, Chattanooga in this summer. Like, yeah. Might be even better that way. The mic's off. Yeah. So we caught we, we were caught up on that. Uh, we finished that '90s show. Yeah, that was pretty uh, good. I was very I, I enjoyed it a lot. Was it just me, or did the guy who played Bob seem like they were using him very sporadically because he wasn't very well? I'm not sure on that. It was only in the one episode, right? But they just kind of. Well, it seems Bob had moved to... Yeah. Basically, Bob had moved to Miami. Because when he shows up, he looks like he's trying to dress like Don Johnson. Yeah. But there was something about the way he stood in some of the scenes. I don't know. I, he was just kind of a side character. Right. Well, watch it again. You'll, and it just There's just something about his movements that just made me think that... He's there mentally, but maybe not physically, mm. and so that's why you only saw him. So why they only used him so much. The fact that they brought even back like the um, 
oh, I can't remember. I don't know the actor's name, but he's mm-hmm. mainly known as the dean from uh, from Community. Community yeah. But he did show up a lot towards the end of um, that, that 70s show because I remember he was the guy who sold Eric his engagement ring. Ah, uh, okay. And then he started showing up in other things as they went along. <laughs> He's almost like the um, the shop, the old shop guy that shows up in all these different shops in, mm. in Ruby. Yeah, it's the same guy. The same guy, yeah. Yeah. Um, but doing different things. And I, I can't remember. The, I didn't remember that him and Fez had some kind of... Rivalry. Rivalry. But that's like last season where Eric and, and uh, Kelso were gone. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was like uh, they brought in some new guy that... Donna started dating, mm. and it was like him, and it was like Hyde and Jackie and Fez and Donna, and that was it of the original the original kids. Yeah, I don't remember all that too much. I, was, I think I watched it. I just I don't remember. We we binged it. Yeah, that was that might be part of the problem. Uh, well, <laughs> so I mean, we not binge, but we watched it on. We we went through the entire series together. On, it's also on. been a while. Yeah, yeah, it has been. So, yeah. So yeah, so we finished we finished that ninety show last night. Yep, I enjoyed it. It was it was the the right example. If you're gonna bring back a show, especially if you're you're running for nostalgia. Mm-hmm. That's basically what these shows are doing, and I'm sorry. The when people get mad because they don't like the show, and you go, "Well, this show wasn't made for you," that's bullshit. Because one of the main reasons when you start redoing an IP is that you're trying to get the parents that like the the i the the IP mm-hmm. as a kid. To watch it with them, with their kids, because that's the whole, what you're, you know, you're, you're not just trying to suck in new, you are trying to suck in the new generation, but you want to bring back the old generation. Hence the reason you do with something like a Cobra Kai, mm-hmm. that 90s show, when you talk about the He-Man, you know, the He-Man reboots or the She-Ra reboots. Yeah, I don't think those were really for the nostalgias. No, they were. From what, no, from what I'm hearing, and we didn't really watch them. But from what I was hearing from people who used to be diehard fans, they're like, no, they made this for a completely new generation. It's not for me. Yeah. Or but at I, least with the She-Ra thing. Well, I'm it's, thinking the whole idea. Well, see, that's the whole idea. They didn't. They, they basically wanted to change it up to fit what they wanted to do. But they, if they really didn't want to try to suck in the people who used to watch it, they would not have used the original. They would have called it something else. Basically what I'm trying not, to say. That's not what I was getting told. Uh, and I, I said, didn't watch it because what I, what I was hearing, it wasn't worth my time. Right. And I used to be a fan of those shows. And when I'm being told, it's not worth your time, this isn't, this wasn't made for you. Well, and I'm like, well, great. You know, call it my old, my, one of my old fandoms, but it's not for me. Anyway. Right. That's a whole nother right. kettle of fish. But that's what I'm trying to say. Is if you're going to if you're going to try to use a nostalgic 
IP. Mm-hmm. I think what we're seeing not only in that 70s show and Night Court, because mm-hmm. we are watching the, we've seen the last couple episodes of Night Court, um, is you they've kept the original premise of the show but changed it enough to where it's different yeah. from the orig- from the original show. It, it to, to basically giving it its own idea, I, I, yeah. I, um, identity, because that '70s show they didn't just kind of copy and paste the um, the, the the kids and basically get a new group of kids and throw. The, the the original kids' personalities on them and said and run with it. I mean, they're, you could tell, you know, who fills which role in the friendship, but they're all their own people. Right. Um, Kelsa, uh, um, I can't remember what his first name is now. Jay. Jay. Jay Kelso, while does have the looks of his father, there is a softer side to him. To uh-huh. where, you know, because when you meet the first Kelso, all he wants to do is he's looking for the next bang. Even though he's with Jackie, he's he's heavily flirting with uh-huh. Eric's sister. This Jay does seem to have more of a romantic side. Especially, like, when they, when they finally start dating and they fuck up and he's trying to impress Red, he is adamant about no... This is what I need to do. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. This is what I need to make Red happy. This is what I want to do. Kelso wouldn't, his father would not no, have no, been no, that no. way. No. Lay it, the, the, oh, damn it. I'm, I'm, the, the character's names are leaving my head now. Okay. The best, uh, Leia's, who becomes Leia's best friend. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you. Her name just flew out of my Cassie? head. Cassie? I think it started with a K. Um, I see her face. Yeah. She's supposed to kind of be Hyde, but she's not nearly as cynical. No, she's not. As Hyde has more, has a softer heart. I mean, Hyde did to a point, but they really didn't play on that much. much. Yeah, as Even much. when he was dating, Ka- uh, um, you know. Yeah. And, you know, they, then you have the, they, they did put her in a character they really didn't have. And that's the one girl's brother. Mm-hmm. You know, who's supposed to be this jockey guy. Uh, but he's not a complete, like... Yeah. And they didn't really have a jock in their group last time. Not really, no. and, and, of course, they have the foreign exchange student. But I don't know if he's a foreign exchange student. No. Or he's just... They, he just lives in the town. Ozzy? Yeah. No, he's not far. He, okay. he grew up there, okay. so they don't really have a foreign exchange student. They have, they have a, they have a, they have an Asian kid with them, basically. Yeah, they have, they have a. No, he's not foreign exchange student. He. Yeah, I couldn't remember if they he, said if he was foreign exchange student. No, or not. And he was, no, or if he was a kid who just lived there. No, he's just gay. Yeah, he's just gay. <laughs> I loved that episode where he where he came out to Kitty, mm-hmm. and she was just yeah. And then the one girl, I guess, who's supposed to be the Jackie of the group, isn't really as much. The one thing she doesn't have about Jackie is that she absolutely loves school. Yeah, she's 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 an yeah. academic. Yeah, so they've changed. You know, it's it's the same kind of dynamic. 
it's but like, different. Yeah. So it's it, it still it has the feeling of the original show, but it's changed it's enough own. to also mm-hmm. make it its own entity. You know, you really don't need to know. You don't really need to watch that '70s show to get everything they're doing. There, there are a few jokes here and there you might not get if you right. haven't seen it. But it, but the whole premise of the show is not based on you knowing the old stuff, and, right. that, and that's fine. It, it still holds to the old stuff without being so mired in it. Right, and again, and Night Court's doing the same, same thing. thing. Yes. Um, I'm loving that. And the fact that they have, they basically, they, they, they've only brought back one old character, and that's, uh, that's John Larroquette. Mm-hmm. But they've changed Dan Fielding a lot. He's, can I just say grown up? Yeah. You know, they took this kind of one note horn dog, basically. Yeah. And, um, and sleazy kind of. He is kind of the version of the female DA in the show where he was wanting to climb the ladder. Right. He was an ass kisser. Mm-hmm. You know, he was, he was, you know, he was always looking to go further up the ladder of, in the DA, which made some of the interaction with the guy they had as his boss who uh-huh. just happened to be a little person, too. Uh-huh. Just so hilarious. <laughs> and then I remember the entire episode where they have Terry Gar, I think just pre-Lois and, pre-Lois and Clark, Terry Gar as his niece, mm-hmm. who keeps seduce, trying to seduce Dan. <laughs> and him having to not fall for what his normal you know he would normally do with the you know the young hot you know girl was coming on to him mm-hmm. but seeing a, a a a character that is basically loved and lost uh-huh. and now dealing with the aftermath of the situation of him basically of lost you know has found someone he got married to, loved, loved so much. much, and then lost again, and is now basically being pulled out of his depression by mm-hmm. his by probably his closest friend's daughter. Yeah. Um, which you know, because Night Court did have some very touching episodes. Like, oh, you know, yeah. I mean, I still remember um, the episode where. Um, Roz is going, uh, dealing with the fact that she just got diagnosed diabetic and goes through like this diabetic, like hallucination situation where she's like on the building and she's upset because one of her great, basically she's upset because one of her greatest memories Mm -hmm. was going and having ice cream cones with her father. Yeah. And knowing she can't do this anymore. Yeah. You know, that she's lost that, that me- you know, n- not the memory, but the activity. Yeah, someone who's gone through that very recently. Yeah, and it was very touching because Dan, again, being the the self-centered horn dog, being the one that comes to her rescue, basically. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. building from there has been... An interesting turn. 
Mm-hmm. Where they have the new characters, but they're not cookie cutters of right. of the original. You know, it's the same. It's same. It's like this. Basically, the premise is there. But these are new people. Yeah, these are new people in the role. And they're not trying to recreate, Mm-mm. you know. We only have one bailiff, so we're not. But she seems to be a fabulous. Um, <laughs> Love her. Um, amalgamation of Ross and Bull. Of, 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 of Ross and, yeah. and Bull. There's still rumors going around that Bull may show up. Is there? It, that, I was actually talking with my family at lunch today yeah. about that because... They have been watching. Oh, okay. Or at least my parents have been watching and enjoying as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yes. Because watching this, I'm like, yeah, my parents would really enjoy this. So I brought it up at lunch today, and they're like, oh, yeah, we've been watching. <laughs> it's like, good. <laughs> good. But, yeah, you know, and they're not they're not cookie cutters of the original show. They are their own people. Mm-hmm. But it's still, again, taking that original premise Keeping the core of it and twisting enough of it to give a new spin on it. And I mm-hmm. think that's what a lot of times when people bring back shows, they don't they don't have that core on it. And that's why a lot of times when I find you know, I hear something about, oh, they're gonna reboot reboot blank. Like my biggest biggest thing and, and again that we you know we've talked about the Rocketeer before you yeah know, is the new thing is is I wasn't they weren't gonna have that core kind of right. feeling to it because mm-hmm. they, if you you know I would if they could keep that core and still do the twist then I'm in on it you know I, I it'd be inter- you know I would be interested in it but a lot of times they don't do that but I think. I think they're they're starting to kind of get it. That's what I find interesting about the Cobra Kai, you know, the 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 thing is they basically have taken the past and then have built upon it, especially bringing in you know because you didn't really know that much about Johnny Lawrence, no, outside the fact that he was a bully and he had and he mm-hmm. and he he was a black belt in karate. Well, now we found out more about his backstory, and it's like, oh, okay, right. this is why he, he was, was a bully. A bully, yeah, and, yeah, you know, or and the fact that he doesn't see, and I, and I think that's a, one of the one great concepts is there. You know, there's the saying, "You may be the villain in someone else's story," story. and that's kind mm-hmm. of what there. That's the premise that this show got built on. Yeah, is that he didn't think of he him- didn't think of himself as he wasn't the bully. This asshole from New Jersey came in and yeah, you know, got in between him and his and his woman that was having you know they were just had to him they were just having a fight and needed to work it out right. But then this jerk is showing up, moving in on his woman, and then he punches me. Right. Yeah. So, so and, yeah. and so. I think what I'm really trying to get at is, is basically it's it's if you're gonna do something like okay, Shorzy. Yeah. We you know we love we love Leonard Leonard Kitty Kenny. Mm-hmm. Which we haven't watched the newest season yet, so don't try to spoil it for us. Well, we'll get there. They didn't just try to make 
Leonard Kenny too with Shorzy. They took this character of Shorzy of this this chirper guy. And they just they they kind of built his own world around. They, yeah, him. they built a, the world around him and did some things like gave him this thing to where he cries every time they play the Canadian national anthem. You know, he says someone that he it's not that he likes to win, he hates to lose. Yeah. And I think that's a really interesting mm-hmm. statement. It's like, you know, because they're talking about how they're in the last place and these new kids, the, the new kids don't worry about winning. They don't hate to lose. That, that was, you know, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's like to him, it hurts his core. I don't, I hate to lose. You know, he doesn't always have to win, but he, he had, you know, he hates to be losing and, and built from there. So, again... Taking something that existed already and twisting it a little bit, you get a new show. Because mm-hmm. um, you couldn't have built, you could not have built a show over just Shorzy as he was in Leonard Kenny, because then you would just have some guy in the shower upside down, um, you know, insulting everybody. <laughs> Character progress. Uh, yeah, that's not the word I'm looking for, but. It, it is a development, but that's development. only because you don't... I, wasn't, I was going to say progression. Like, it's not progression. It's development. It's Character development. development. Because yes. all you really have seen of him in the other show mm-hmm. is him either sitting in the toilet or in the shower or... At the gym. At the gym. But you never saw his face. face. Because that's basically he was... Because yeah. Georgie was... Um, by uh, the same, same guy who who's doing... Um, ah... What's your main character? Your main on, character on, yeah, yeah. So you couldn't really show his face. Although he kind of made himself look different enough when he did, when you do get the Shorzy show. I mean, because you know he he's got the missing teeth, right? Things. But still. he's a little so- He's actually a little softer than Wayne, if you think about it. Yeah, because Wayne is always kind of even when he's being jovial, is very kind of stern and proper. Mm. You know, <laughs> even when he's drinking, he's yeah. Unless he's got puppies. Unless, oh yeah, unless you put uh, puppies in front of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh. they, so yeah. Yep, that's our TV. That's our TV reviewing. Although everything we seem to talk about right now is television or sports or no well. I mean, it is wrestling's on television. Everything we mm-hmm. um, we'll get to we some. We'll get to some movies later on. Not not this episode. But there's some movies that have finally dropped where we can watch them that we're going to... Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting that Santa Claus movie is on Peacock. Yeah, and uh, Wakanda Forever has hit... Uh, oh, Disney. yeah, that's right. Because my parents are like, you haven't seen it yet? I'm like, no. No, we just realized it was on. Yeah. Well, this is something I actually almost started in the beginning. But then again, we you know my cold opening threw us off. Um... <laughs> We finally, I don't know, we're recording this. This is the Sunday after the fallout of Royal Rumble. Yeah. And one of the things that has been going around the internet, and this is going to be more of a, less of a, um, a talking about what happened on... And more to what um, people what, are, what speculating. are speculating. And it's the same kind of speculation, you know. Every, that we are talking about right now is the WWE has written into what a lot of people are calling the Sami Zayn problem. Yeah. Which, to a point, 
they have written themselves into this corner because... And it's not the first time. Right, but... Yeah, but this is the first time they had a really good storyline and wrote themselves into a corner. Usually when they end up writing themselves into a corner, is a crap storyline. Okay, yeah, yeah. With the way things were going, you had only one real path with the story, the way the storyline was going. Especially once they pulled the trigger on it and Sammy did what he did to Roman... In at the end of the rumble. at the end of the rumble, and the chair shot heard around the wrestling world, mm-hmm. and the fact that they're you basically you you're setting up a confrontation between Sammy and Roman mm-hmm. because it he didn't seem to have because you notice he didn't start going after the rest of the bloodline with the chair. Just he Roman. he hit Roman with the chair and then pretty much stomped. Yeah, and I think that was the interesting thing of it is that he 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 was protecting someone from what Roman was doing to him, and was re- basically ready to take his lashings for what he did. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't a Sammy versus the Bloodline, although it is a. You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us situation. Although then you've got the whole thing, where's what, Jay? Yeah, what, what is Jay going to do? He, he'll, he'll be back at some point this coming week. Cause well, he kind of has a, to, There's right. a tag match. Do, and now, here it is. It's like, well, one of the things they were talking about on the What a Roll, they were doing the podcast for What a Wrestling talking about this. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they were talking about is, do you have Jay come back and just give up? And start working with Sammy, and this being the 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 start of the break of Roman's empire. Hmm. Or do you have Jay reluctantly join back up with his group because it's what he's supposed to do? It's his family. Yeah, yeah. This is his family. Literally, this is his family. He has to stand with him because it's maybe not be the right thing to do. But it's the family thing to do. What's expected to do. Right. Yep. And, you know, we are getting the match between Roman and Sammy. But see, here's the problem. You've already got a setup going on with Cody and Roman and WrestleMania. Yeah, I've already seen um, fan mock-up posters. The, the, The match we wanted... And actually, there showed Rock versus Roman. And then below it, the match we will get, and it's Sammy versus Cody. And it's like, hey, I don't think we're going to see Sammy I don't think Cody. we're going to do this. I think, and it would actually be the perfect time to do this, because you do have I mean, two very popular faces getting ready to take on Roman. Yep. And I think you could have Sammy lose to Roman in the elimination match. But see, the thing is, is you could end up with, you know, and the bad thing is, the worst case scenario for WWE right now is they're going to end up with a Batista again. Yes. Because they were bound and determined not to push Daniel Bryan. Yeah, 
And that's not And good. that backfired on him because they were supposed to have Batista come back as a face. Mm-hmm. And that's what they wanted. But the audience did not want to see Batista. They want they wanted Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. being their next champion. That's also what happened with Roman, you know, with Roman and Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. as well. Is yeah, you it's it's kind of that situation where you know you've got the people who are all behind this one wrestler, and it's like, wait, that's not where the storyline we have written months down the road is going. What do we do? But see, this was this is the thing it is unlike what's going on now. That was a natural fan progression True. of being behind someone they weren't planning on pushing. This, unfortunately, is the WWE has written a storyline that got someone who was already a fairly decent Mm. wrestler and performer and pushed him into one of the best storylines they have written to where... But because of what you were already setting up with Cody, because you don't... Right. If Cody weren't back... They'd be free and clear in what they were doing right now. Right, and I would and love. And I love to... Cody. Do not get nobody get me wrong there. I have a deep love for Cody Rhodes, and but you know it just suddenly things don't mesh like they they should. There's there's a plot hole. Yeah, there is a plot hole there, and <sighs> no, there is. See, the thing is, is there is a way out, and they've already got it set up. That they, uh, to me, the only way I see them getting out of this Mm. in the best way, and I don't think they're going to do it because I think they're bound and determined to keep the belts together. At least universal. Yeah. Is you're going to have to break them. Because you already got, Sammy is already on one mm-hmm. platform and Cody's already on another. With the, you know. Yeah, that would, that, that would You work. could write the story, the way the storyline is written is you could basically make Roman have to defend his belt on both nights of WrestleMania. He defends one belt one night one and night, the other and belt lose, the other Yeah, night. and then all of a sudden, he gone. Because yeah. there's no way you could just ba- basically, there's no way you have Roman basically lose both belts and then you see him the next night on Raw. No, he he need to go on vacation. He would have there. to go and rebuild because I could see, you know, because basically his empire is gone. And then you could write the storyline of him trying to come back from that later on. Yeah. But he needs, if he gets that beat up, especially if they strip the Usos of their belts... Or at least one of one set of right, yeah. And um, the the fall of the you know you've got the, that would be a great way to do the fall of the bloodline. You get and you put belts on both Cody and Sammy, right? But it's, you're right. That's probably not what they're going to do. <clears throat> because I think there are a lot of people who don't see. What is they they said he came from NXT. They were calling him the underdog from the underground. But he wasn't really, and as they said this on that, he's not really from the underground. He just happened to come from a very rich 
you know, the very rich indies that you were mining at the time, you know, the WWE was mining at the time. Mm-hmm. And he's his character has kind of been the 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 guy who has almost been there. You know, because I think he won the NXT belt and then turned around and dropped it to to Kevin Owens not too long after he won it. And the, I'm not sure who you're talking about. Sami Zayn. Oh, oh, you're they, talking they, about yeah, Sammy. Yeah, okay. Sammy was... Uh, okay, I thought you were talking the, about somebody else and I'm going... No, no, they built Sammy no, up. Sammy, and when he Sammy, came in, yes. he was the underdog from the underground. And he's kind of been built as that guy who is... Mm-hmm. Almost there, but not quite. You know, he's the guy that wins the Intercontinental. He doesn't get to the. He doesn't yeah. get the big gold. You know, because there have been a lot of people who have been like that, to where they're over as a motherfucker, <laughs> but they'll never hold the never hold the belt, the, the 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 main belt. Yeah. And see, the thing is, is they can't keep the belt from Cody because you built too much towards it. Right. On top of that, just looking at the background situation, Cody isn't leaving. Isn't leaving AEW. The baby he you know helped build mm-hmm. to where he could have played. That was a playground he could have played when for years. But yeah. is coming back to WWE to kind of prove something, you know. Yeah. And they're not gonna get him back if they don't end up slapping. The gold on him. And I'm not talking about other, you know, he's not, he's not, I don't think if Cody as a person, now I may be completely wrong, Mm -hmm. would at this point in his life would not be happy with the U.S. title. No. Not saying or the intercontinental title. He's He's not, he's not a guy. He needs that, he wants that big belt because he wants to change it back to the eagle. And no, he's doing it for himself. He's trying. Yeah. He's trying to put it, as he said, he's trying to give kind of the Rhodes name a little bit more because, unfortunately, the WWE has kind of taint tainted his father's name a little bit. Yeah, um, because this was a man who was a multi multi time holder of. Of heavy, you know, NWA heavy belt, WCW heavyweight belt, you know, he held almost every belt in the end, you know, including the the, the six man belt with the Road Warriors. You know, mm-hmm. this was a man who was in the in in in, in the NWA slash WCW was a man who was dripping in gold. Mm-hmm. Went to the WWE and they treated him like shit. Polka dots. Yes. Although. He would never complained about that. No, because he never he, complained about any of it. Because he was a worker. He was yeah. the type of man. He was the type of man that you got your ass up, you went to work, whatever mm-hmm. your job was, and you did what you were supposed to do. And That's unfortunately, what he, what he what he had to do wasn't the best for him in the because at no point. During that whole 30th, 30th anniversary. Not a word. Not a word of, dust, of, of Dusty, Dusty Rhodes. And he built so much for them. In ring and, and out. And out of the ring, yes. Oh, I don't think there's a young wrestler 
that was anywhere I, I think near right that now the new, Yeah, I think the new batch of NXT right now is the only ones that had did not have any kind of influence of him because the guys that have come from the from who are who are who are becoming stars now they're all like Dusty did this for me right. Dusty did that for me you know and in the a- right now AEW I think is There's really is, is is getting from that because you have the the Adam Coles the yeah. The Keith Lee, the Soraya, you know. The man built a legacy. And even though it is post-mortem, he deserves every one of his flowers. And I want to, and, and that, okay, and this was something I was going to do a video for. And I think I'm just going to put it right down right now. Mm-hmm. Because we're talking about it. And I think I finally needed to get it off my chest. There was a TikTok I saw months ago. Of someone talking about who is the goat of wrestling, and her conclusion was it the goat of wrestling is someone that depends on the 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 time period you're speaking of. Mm-hmm. That each you know the Attitude Era, the Blank Era, the Blank Era all have their goats, and for me, I think this is wrong. I think there is one wrestler. Who I can look at, especially in, you know, going from like the seventies on. Let's let's cut the older, mm. the older ones up because there's a lot of stuff that happened back then, that yeah. that um, is cemented in history, but doesn't have as much to do with what's going on today. Today, and when you look back at everybody who has come and gone. There is no one consistently admired, adored, pointed out as someone who has put their mark on wrestling, not only as an in-ring talent, but as a booker, mm-hmm. as a matchmaker. Um, and when I mean maker, I mean makers of matches. Yes. Um, as development of talent. And future talent as Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Because he was someone who was so influential from like the 70s on up through the, you know, the 80s as a wrestler. Then he became Booker Man mm-hmm. and created one of the most enduring because. You don't just have it in one group, but in two, even though it's called a different name. War Games is probably one of the most influenced wrestling match type out there. Because not only do you have what they did in WCW and now being carried on into the, the WWE, but the fact that it is so iconic that, you know... Cody basically created another version of it, even though he couldn't get the be able to call, call it the, the name. Same thing. It's the it's same the thing. Same it thing. is the same match. Yeah, War Games, Blood and Guts. Right. It's the same thing. They're both the children of the Rose. The Rose. The fact that he has influenced by either being friends of or actually mentors of wrestlers that we that are stars now. 
You know, and we're talking. You know, we're talking about well after his time in the ring, mm-hmm. where he worked with NXT, and he's got people out there. And every wrestler, you know, there are wrestlers that are now wrestling in the WWE that have come up from the NXT that didn't have Vince's because he passed away. But there are stars now that are running around. I remember listening to Soraya talk about. Tell you know because she was coming up during you know towards the end of the diva era. His porcelain his princess. Your 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 dark porcelain princess. Yeah, and that and there is not a person out there that has known Dusty that when they talk about Dusty, they have to go into the dusty lips mm-hmm. and has to do their imitation of oh. Dusty. <laughs> One day oh. and and it's done in such reverence. And mm-hmm. lovingness. Everybody, yeah, it, everybody does it in such a loving manner. It's like, it's like this has got to be said like this because it's dusty. It's dusty. And, you know, there are, there are great wrestlers out there and they'll have their influences after they do. But I don't know how many of them will have the endurance that yeah. the Dusty Rhodes has. You know, Flair, yes, 16-time champion. Father of, you know... Charlotte. Charlotte, you know, well, I was going to say another... I haven't Uh, seen enough of Charlotte. I'm not not on the Charlotte train as much. There's part of... uh, 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 Maybe that's for another show. Okay. Let's just say from what I've seen, I don't get the the Charlotte hype, but that's... There's part of me that's thinking maybe there's there's the if she was just Charlotte and not Flair, but that again we'll, we'll, we'll get, get into, into that, that later because I could I could talk about some stuff anyway. But yeah, for me, if if someone is going to talk about because they always talk about the Mount Rushmore yeah. of wrestlers, Dusty would be. The George Washington face for me. He's the first man up there. Yep. Out of everything he's done. Mm-hmm. And I think... Uh, I just wish there was just a better organization out there to, to kind of honor him. But unfortunately, as long as he's kind of... His name just trapped with WWF, WWE, that he'll always kind of be that kind of second fiddle feeling. Yeah. With the way they treat, you know. Which is part of why Cody is back and what he's doing. What he's doing is because he wants to honor his father. And that's, again, mm-hmm. that's- how you do all that and then not put the gold on him. Yeah. They. They're, they they've written themselves into that corner. You kind of have to give it to him. He's going to get it, and and unfortunately that fucks Sammy. And I think that's the that's the the whole mm-hmm. pro- I have the whole problem with it is because Zayn has been working his ass off in this storyline. I think a little of it is honestly it goes back to the fallout of Cody getting injured. You know it's. One reason they've kind of gotten into a little bit of a corner that way with it, yeah. Because I think I I think Cody would have had the belt a lot sooner. Yeah, then the only bad thing is then you wouldn't have gotten this fantastic storyline. You wouldn't line. have gotten this fantastic storyline though. Yes. 
Yeah. They, I mean, it's almost like you got yourself into trouble that most people wish they, the, they had this trouble yeah. when it came to... This is like, there's a lot of good here. Yeah. Which good do we go with? Mmm. Yeah, because right now, everything else is kind of... There's not another storyline that, that I'm enjoying nearly as much as what's going on with... The rest of the rest of what SmackDown's going on, I really don't care about. Well, I mean, I'm watching it. Wyatt, but the 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 Wyatt stuff. But they um, need to do something with it. They, 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 yeah, they, they now that the LA Knight storyline is, they need to start progressing. They didn't do anything on SmackDown really. Oh no, we didn't even see him this past week. And I think that's kind of. I hope they don't run into that problem. Yeah. Because you brought back Brett, you You brought back Wyatt. You've had you had this, you know, great storyline going. There's something happening. Don't drop the ball. Yeah. But yeah, but really, that that still has been kind of secondary to what's been going on with Sammy and the Bloodline. Yeah. And and I'm okay with that. You know, I'm okay with that. I've I'm enjoying both storylines. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, because unfortunately, once this storyline ends. Where do you go? Where do you go from it? Yeah. You know, do you have... Because from what I'm hearing, because again, we're stepping in this a little late, it sounds like. Because it seems there was a build-up for Sammy getting into the bloodline. Because from what I'm hearing, basically, this is the case of Sammy wanting somewhere to belong. And the fact that, like, Kevin used to treat him like shit. Really? Yeah, they they talked that that was one of the things they talked about in and okay. and the rest the what a wrestling thing is that that Kevin really didn't treat Sammy all that great for his best friend. Yeah. Okay, well, um, I missed you know we missed out on all that because when we came in was about the time Sammy hit the official you know, the honorary yeah. bloodline. Because he, like, he yeah. somehow was like, he was following them around because of something? Like he was... We missed all of that. And I think, right, so... Yeah. Was there some way we could go back and just watch the bloodline storyline from the very beginning? Yeah. With Sammy. Because it sounds like there was some build-up for that, that there were... We need to check YouTube and see what we can find, because... There are fans out there that put great compilations yeah, together. We'll have to do that. So, okay, I think we have yacked a bunch. Yeah. So if you love us, if you hate us, if you think Sammy should have both belts and be the face of the WWE, you know how to get us. We are geekkeep616 at gmail.com and keep the geek at every other social media you can shake a dick at. Pretty when much, I usually yeah. do. I just wave my dick in front of my computer all the time. Well, or behind it. But... Yeah, something like that. No, I do it in front so whoever's spying on me can see it. <laughs> like, you're going to spy on me, you're going to see my dick. <laughs> okay. Right. So, with that being said, be good. Be good at it. Love you. Love you. Bye.